Brian, your lunatic friend, we've come to the end of the 1970s. They call it the decade of the Jesus movement, but let's be honest, Jesus was around a long time before then. The gospel was the same. It was the music that was different. It was an unfettered freedom, newly found from the newly converted, who were still rubbing shoulders with the rest of the world, unlabeled in the beginning, with an audience that was open to good news. It was the transcendent music that drew the crowds, giving everyday, average preachers a chance to present the message without being categorized as those people. But it's easy now to talk about the early days of conversion in a romantic view of God, but the real test of a decision to believe and follow Jesus comes long after the sweetness comes and goes. In the beginning, what would be called Jesus music would feel like floating on air, but to know God and walk with Him is an ongoing test of your faith and trust. But what makes that decade significant is the huge numbers of people who made a decision then and still follow Jesus now. Those of us who have found an enduring faith even when the song wasn't always pretty. And we can testify that God's good news has stood the test of time. The message that God loved you enough to sacrifice part of himself in his son so that you might know him and walk with him with a spectacular promise that if you believe in Jesus, you will not perish but have eternal life. I was in my 20s then and I'm in my 70s now and I can say that God's grace to me has been astonishing. But after years of knowing Jesus, I'm more aware than ever that our comfort here in this life is not his primary purpose. No, it's to know God and trust Him in every minute of our lives. And without Him, this life is meaningless, or at least temporary in a cruel sort of way. But I get the sense that God is preparing us for an eternal walk with Him, showing us an endless purpose and creativity without measure. But in the last few decades, I have amassed a growing awareness of suffering and the ebb and flow of life and death on this earth, like the waves lapping the shores. And I have to believe there is a purpose to every pain we face, and the overcoming of fears. After over 50 years of watching the conversions of my friends who were around Christian music in the 1970s, many of us have lost hope and found it again. But then I think, how is that not like the dynamics of any good relationship? The one constant in the Sweet Comfort Band, 30 years later at a reunion, in spite of the many differences, the one constant in all of our lives was a continuing faith and belief in Jesus. All other notions varied from one of us to another. Even our take on scripture was not always united. No, the one thing that has lasted has been knowing Jesus in a personal way through all the fog that life on earth brings. Through all our differences, we were all still friends of God. The Sweet Comfort Band would go on to play from 1980 to 1984, and I'm going to cover that. But there comes a time where we cannot stay where we've been. The band would disband, and the four members would be scattered to the four corners of the earth. Guitarist Randy Thomas would end up on the East Coast, and I on the West. Randy would be a songwriter in Nashville, having a big hit with Dolly Parton, and a number one song with Bob Carlisle called Butterfly Kisses. He produced a few projects of his own. He would eventually move to Florida, taking a job as a worship leader. Meanwhile, I would go solo and continue to play my own songs, remaining in Christian music. Rick would lose a marriage, as did I. He would start a construction company and build a recording studio in his backyard. It was called Shelter. It was a studio where I would record an album of mine called Slow Revival, a project that would come after a devastating disillusionment in my own life. Interesting that the definition of disillusion is to be given the truth, and the truth of our fallen nature and the grace that we need from God Almighty is constantly revisited. Kevin would fall paralyzed from his chest down from spinal degradation brought on by severe diabetes. He remained surprisingly upbeat and believing in God the whole time in the final years before he died. With a faith like that scripture, though he slay me, yet will I serve him.
Looking back now at the 70s, more often than not, I was clueless about where we were going and what we were accomplishing. We thought we were going to change the world, but in the meantime, God was really just changing us. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible, and I love verse 71, where it says, The afflictions you sent were good for me. They caused me to consider your principles. Then in verse 105, it says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I've discovered that a lamp isn't really like a headlight. It doesn't shoot out in front of you very far. God wants you to learn how to walk through the dark and not fear. Life has been a step at a time walking with God and trusting Him with the road ahead. And yes, I know there are a few musicians and Christian singers from the 70s who have appeared to give up on faith. I also know a few who quit and then came back. And I know those who have still struggled with addictions that they never quite got over, even as they proclaim the salvation of Jesus. But one thing I have personal experience with is the absolute grace of God when I'm getting nothing right. In the book of John chapter 6 verse 66 there's an interesting story that kind of sums up the long term. It says from that time on many of the disciples turned back and no longer followed Jesus and Jesus asked the 12 disciples so do you want to stop following me too? And that's where I agree with Peter when he says where else are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. So be patient with people who find a cul-de-sac of enlightenment who sometimes go off on a tangent feeling like they have found the better truth. But regardless of your theology one thing is for sure we all have an appointment to meet him. Thanks for listening to Jesus and Music in the 1970s. I'm going to continue on with Jesus and Music at least till the end of the Sweet Comfort Band and based on your comments I will decide then if I will go into the solo career days. I really enjoy hearing from you in the comments under every post and hey thanks for the money you've sent me as a way of endorsing what you believe in.